ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I am your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint. Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in weekly to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Once again, I am your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola. And today, today's date is June 13th. The year is 2021. We are two days away from California being fully open. Now, I understand people say the bars are open, but I think uh, as being a, a citizen... I'm going to wait until it's it fully open for me to hit the bars and start handing out my, my cards for my podcast and get more content. But, yes, it's two days away. We'll see what happens. We'll see if we get closed down again with this new variant around. But, yes, today's day is June 13th. I am back at the studio, downtown Santa Ana, the beautiful historic district in sunny California, uh, Southern California. This is a, episode 30. I don't 30, my bad. Episode 83. Sorry, I'm dyslexic. Trying to read my notes. Uh, I want to thank my past guest, Frank Rodriguez, a.k.a. the Godfather, a.k.a. the new Podfather. Once again, thank you for coming on the show. It was an honor to have you on. For the folks listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube, I didn't post a video. There's some type of uh, technical difficulty with it, so I decided not to post it. I don't want to post it all choppy. So I apologize for that, for people who want to see it. But don't worry, I will get the Godfather on again. Once again, shout out to Frank Rodriguez. Thank you for coming on. I want to give a couple shout out. I want to shout outs to Wimpy's Pawn Shop. Thank you so much for helping me through uh, start this podcast, with hook me up with equipment. If you guys are looking to pawn or sell or buy some stuff from the pawn shop, uh, Wimpy's Pawn Shop is located at 750 West Foothill Boulevard. That's 750 West Foothill Boulevard in Azusa, California. My next shout-out goes to my boy, Freddie Morales. He is a loan officer. If you guys are looking to refi or looking to buy, hit my boy up, mortgagemorales at gmail.com. That's mortgagemorales at gmail.com. want to give my last shout-out to my boy, Johnny Williams, who's the founder, co-founder of newneighborsfoundation.org. That's the newneighborsfoundation.org where they go out to uh, Skid Row and give hand out clothes, food, water. You know, if you just want to talk to homeless people and, and, and inspire them. Uh, he started his foundation a year ago. This is the second year in a row. So if you guys are looking to donate money, clothes, water, uh, food, canned foods, whatever you want to do, uh, they're going this next weekend. I think the date is June 19th, if I'm correct. So you could go on newneighborsfoundation.org. Uh, 
and type that in and they'll have all the info where you need to uh if you want to donate i think he even goes to your house too uh he said he loves to drive so if you if you want to come by the house and pick up some old clothes that you don't wear anymore or you got some old old canned foods that are still good uh he'll come to you and pick it up so give him a give him a shout out you know hit him up newneighborsfoundation.org once again like i always do i start my podcast and just get right to it my guest today is a new friend of mine his name is tony Baragon, did I say it correct? Yeah. He is an entrepreneur. He's a graduate from Chico State. You know, we're going to get to know him today, man. So what's going on, Tony? Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hi, well, thank you for welcoming. Um, so my name's full name is George Anthony Baragon. I was born in Orange, raised in Garden Grove and Santa Ana. For some reason, I always end up in Santa Ana. Yeah. Other than that, was a full-time student, graduated. Now I'm seeking other jobs, hoping to start my own business vegan mm-hmm. um, you're vegan yeah what year did you graduate chico 20 2019 so i went to santa Ana college and i went to chico and mm-hmm. then 2019 mm-hmm. i graduated where's chico state at anyways i forgot isn't that up north up north passing two hours away from sacramento going up north okay yeah. sacramento chico yeah that's a nice school yeah it's a really nice i school. wanted to transfer there i always wanted to transfer out out of uh you know, I went to FJC, mm-hmm. and then I transferred to Cal State Fullerton. Yeah. But my, my goal or my dream was always to go to school, leave yeah. town and go to school. Uh, I, I did a few classes at UC Irvine. I was living on the campus for mm-hmm. two weeks. Even though I'm close to home, still just not being home and just right. living in the dorms for two weeks was amazing. Mm-hmm. It inspired me. We went to uh, FJC. They take you to a couple schools when you're getting ready to transfer. Yeah. They fly you out. They flew us out. We got to see Santa Cruz. Monterey, okay. and then we saw um, Berkeley. Okay, so we're there for two days, and we we they, the bus takes us everywhere, mm-hmm. and we check out the schools. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Berkeley was really nice. I don't know if you ever been there. You ever been to Berkeley? I passed through there one time when Dude, I was. Dude, it's nice. Yeah. Those buildings it remind me of old ancient Rome. Right. Yeah, those buildings are yeah. sick. Those sidewalks, the big old slates, mm. would make someone want to uh, be inspired and want to want to study yeah. harder. I'm sorry. And it would make people want to study harder it when does. you see those buildings and the big old slates in the in the sidewalk. Yeah, just the environment too, like Chico State. Yeah. It's, it's very when you go at you know how when you see those Halloween movies mm-hmm. when you see the old towns. Mm-hmm. That's how Chico is, and really? especially you get that nature aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many years were you there for? I was there for two years. Yeah, about two years. Tell me about that experience. It was rough because every year something would happen to me for some reason out mm-hmm. there. But it, overall, the experience was really great. Um, I did my BA in public admin, so that was great. What is that? That's administration. It's kind of like politics, mm-hmm. but it focused more on the administrative side of it. Mm-hmm. So I do more policy work, how to form legislation, um, research, and then just administrative work. What's that major called? Public administration. Public administration. Yeah. And that's a BA or a BS? That's a BA. So it's kind of like business admin, but it's more for the public mm-hmm. administrative so mm-hmm. it's more government work nonprofits. what made you want to do that originally it was criminal justice but then i started working for like local government and they would tell me like hey why don't you try this this is better it opens up more doors um if you're not if you plan on changing like your your major you can always have this as your backup so I, was, I looked into it and I was like, okay, I can use this for anything. I can be a cop. I still, I can still be a firefighter if I wanted to, mm. or it just opens more doors where criminal justice is just focused on the 
justice side of it and more mm. on the you just want to be a cop district attorney stuff like that where public admin opens more doors mm. yeah mm-hmm. so that's what that's why i pursued it and as i was i wasn't too sure what i wanted to do yet because people think people go into college and they say oh i want to do this and I do well that. i hate the term people go college isn't for me yeah is it for everyone? Do you think everyone should, as soon as graduate high school, continue to at least have another two more years of college education? From my experience, no. No? I think you should take a year. Take a year self, off. To, seek, to self-reflect. Mm-hmm. Because I went straight. I was a hustler. No, I went straight I, too, yeah. I was hustling. When I got out of high school, I was working a full-time job, um, full-time student. I said, okay, I'm going to be a cop. I'm going to typical student, typical boy student getting out of high school. Wanted to pursue criminal justice because everyone talks about that. So I'm like, I want to be a cop. My other friends wanted to be cops. We're not cops now. Mm-hmm. And now we're out of high school. We're out of college. We're done with university. We don't want to be cops. Mm-hmm. So when I got out of, when I graduated. Yeah, you now, don't want to be cops now. You don't want to be cops now. <laughs> and then when we graduated, we kind of like it. We got hit by a wall, especially with COVID happening. But mm. this is before COVID happened. But just that whole year, we came back from school and we're like, well, we don't want to do what we wanted wanted to mm-hmm. do. We we have p- different plans now. And mm-hmm. coming out of high school, I mean, to, from college, we're like, well, what do I do now? Like, do I go back to the same job I had, or do I apply for new jobs? I, honestly, I was lost. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to change everything. Yeah, that's how that's how I was when I graduated. I was in a hurry. I, I already had a kid. She yeah. was already five years old, and. So I tried to become a cop, mm. and I didn't pass the polygraph. Yeah, uh, for I think it was for Orange County Sheriff's. I applied oh. for Anaheim, uh, PD. You, you, the best way to do it when you apply for the police stations mm. is the ones that they will send you to academies. Right. So everyone, everywhere around, would send you to the Fullerton Academy mm. or the Orange County Sheriff's. Had I think they have their own academy too. Yeah. So I, I try I applied for LA. Went through the whole process. They do a background check and. I went to do the polygraph and they said I flunked the polygraph okay. and I asked the dude, I said, well, what, what did I lie about? Because I was more truthful mm. than most people I know that have taken the test. Right. Like one of the questions they ask you is, have you ever had sex in public? Yeah. And I know a guy that they would in the restroom at the park and, and you say, no, go, yeah. oh no. And then he would pass. Yeah. If I'm truthful and I say, yeah, you know, if I was truthful to everything. Mm. I still lied. Yeah. Well, it said here and heroin and cocaine. Uh, when we asked you these questions, you said no, but it, the machine tells me different. Mm. I said, "How's that fucking machine gonna know if I'm?" T- I mean, that's bullshit. Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't true. I never tried. Co- he goes, "Well, you could have been drunk at a party and, and might have tried." I go, "Dude, come on, dude." Sometimes I think because it subconsciously yeah. that machine's gonna tell you. Subconsciously, I'm lying to you. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to. I want to help people. I want to do my right. part. I want to be be civic. C- Civil servant. Right. And then after that, I, that's when I went driving, and became a UPS driver. Mm-hmm. But I remember the highway patrol called me like eight months later mm-hmm. and I was already driving uh, that I had qualified that like I was on like because when you go to their when you go to their training, their academy, uh, you got to go up north and mm-hmm. you got to live there for like six months. OK. And so they get I finally because that one was the longest to get in with the application and the process. But they ended up sending me. I ended up getting in. Mm. I had a decision to make at this point: do I continue being a driver, mm. or do I put that on? Or do I put that on hold and go try to live this dream? Uh, and I stuck with this. I said, yeah. you know what? 
you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm cool here. Yeah. It would have been cool to do it, but I was already comfortable and I, I already had a, a mortgage mm. and stuff like that. And I was like, no, I'm good. And I let, yeah. I let it go. But now, but back then, let me, let me go, let me continue on. But back then when I first graduated school, I was going to be a teacher. I was mm-hmm. going to school, the elementary schools and teaching the kids and yeah. helping them. And I needed two more years. So I could have gone two more years and got my teacher credential. But back then they were laying off teachers left and right. Yeah. This was back in 2004. Teachers were getting laid off. It was crazy. And so, you know, did I make the right decision? I don't know. I mean, is there a right decision? I don't know. But I can tell you this. Being a cop right now, nowadays, is fucking tough. Oh, yeah. You're going to get it. You got to prepare. I just saw this cop pull over some cartel dude in New Mexico. Uh, He pulled him over, and it was on YouTube. Oh, not YouTube. It was on Instagram, actually. It was like a Mm 13-minute video. And the dude ended up coming out of the car and like doing the whole thing and shot the, the cop killed him with his AR. Yeah. And I guess that guy that shot him, he was under surveillance with the undercovers. Mm. Like they they knew he was cartel and everything. I guess this cop didn't know when he pulled him over. He pulled him over for his tinted windows. Mm. And I guess he didn't know that he was under surveillance. That guy. And they ended up catching the dude. They had a big shootout, shot him up and everything. But it's tough for cops right now. Oh yeah. And it it's it's yeah. I I get it. Yeah. And then. Well, just going back to the whole, like, school thing, honestly, I would take that whole year. But everyone's different. Everyone's story is different. So I would I would personally take a whole year off. If yeah, I would recommend, I'm like, find yourself. Um, see what you actually want to do. Take some time as work for you. Because there's people that don't need school. Like, mm-hmm. some people know how to get through it without school. They, they're good speakers. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, the way you communicate will get you in life. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I think. And that's what I've learned. Because I'm not a good cream communicator and i hate school but so also i would say if, if you're someone that doesn't like school and you doubt yourself a lot it doesn't mean it's not for you you can still do it if i was able to do it and i was passing with c's in high school mm-hmm. then and when i got to the university i was getting a's all over the place yeah i funk my first semester yeah at fjc first semester straight f's yeah i would leave school you walk out of class and go go eat go walk around mm-hmm. like i was in high school and they don't charge you for that. You know, yeah. you can come and go as long when it comes to the test. If you pass, they don't mm-hmm. care. And I remember one of the teachers had told me, she goes, why are you here? Mm-hmm. If you're just going to, you're just wasting money. Yeah. She goes, you're paying for school to flunk. Yeah. And then that's when it hit me. I was 18, you know, mm-hmm. I was young. I was like, yeah, she's got a point. And so yeah. I had to change my whole way of the way I took school mm-hmm. and, and looked at it in my eyes. You know, I had to go to, I would, I would do my schedule where, Instead of me getting them all done in the morning and then going home and mm. just sitting on my ass, I'm not going to study at home. Yeah. I'm not going to. So I would spread my classes out. So if I had a two hour gap, I'm not going to go home. Right. I'm going to stay there. What would I do? I'd go to the library. And that's what I tell people. Like, try a community college first. Don't just, don't go straight into university mm-hmm. because what if you don't like it? You're already putting your getting yourself into debt when you go into university. I'm like. Go to a community college. Because I, I failed my first semester. I failed two classes. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, like, is this the right move? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me give it another try. Second semester, okay, full A's. And I kept going, and I love school now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I tell people, go to a community college, try it out. If you don't like it, then don't do it. I had a buddy of mine. He was doing the same thing. He waited a year. Yeah. Uh, and then it turned out to be two, three, four. When I met him, he was 24, and I was already 18. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I took time off, you know, just to, you know, he was a waiter mm. making good money and, you know, had his own, he had some money, he was a single yeah. guy, but he eventually graduated, I think, 
he did a couple things. He went to fire academy, graduated top of his class, didn't get hired, uh, went back to Cal FJC, then transferred to Cal State. I think he finally graduated. Actually, he did, mm. but he had to be almost like thirty-two, maybe. Yeah. That's why I say like people try to like don't, don't take it. If you're gonna take a year, yeah. just take a year and focus though. Yeah. Don't take a year saying, "Oh, well, I've been going to school for eighteen years or whatever yeah. old you started going, and I need a break." Mm. I say do it while you're young, because yeah. when you get older, when you get yeah, my it age, harder. it's fucking hard, dude. Yeah, it is. But I also tell people like, if you need to take the an extra year, do it, but don't let it. Like how you said, don't take too much because mm. sometimes life just hits you and you don't know what to expect. Like, at least for me, when I was in Chico, I was going through like certain things and I'm like, I'm trying to focus on this, but I'm getting hit with these other things on the side. Like I can't concentrate. And that's just yeah. like when I was in Chico, we had like a lot of wildfires and stuff like that. So we'd have to evacuate. Really? Yeah. Like every semester was something new. Like my apartment caught on fire. Then my last senior year. At Chico State I lost my grandpa So I was like great I was taking the final Then my phone kept ringing And ringing and ringing I'm like I just knew at the moment I was like Oh my grandpa just passed away Mm -hmm. Yeah So when I was taking my final I was like My teacher came up to me He's like are you good I'm like yeah He's like He's like it's something I told him after I took my test I'm like oh here's my test And then he's like I'm like I have to go I'm not gonna see you for a while He goes When I came back He goes He said Oh, you had perfect attendance. I was gonna give you the. I was gonna get an award, like he was gonna present it to the whole. Mm-hmm. When I graduated, like go oh, perfect attendance, most likely to become something. Mm-hmm. Those kind of awards, but he goes, hey, you missed a day. Um, I'm not gonna give you the award no more because someone else was here, the, throughout the whole semester. They participated. I was like, it's fine. I was gonna tell him, well, I this is why I missed because my grandpa passed away. But I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Every semester was something different. Your grandpa was real important in your life? He was. We were really close, and I learned a lot from him. Like, I don't really talk about my grandpa that much, but, like, we had a good bond. Like, he, when I was small, he would take me everywhere. It's your mom's dad or your dad's dad? My mom's. Okay. Yeah, he's, my mom and him have a really close bond. So, me and him, too, when he passed away, like, when I would come down, I would try to make time for him, spend time with him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, it, I miss him still, yeah. Well... I got my yeah. grandma right here, bro. Yeah. She was like my best friend. I know. I want to get his, um, he has a saying, like, because mm-hmm. we made like these like bracelets, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it has like his quote on there. Something that he says all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, estoy toda madre, pero te quiero mucho. Yeah. When we were in college, when I was in college, I would get, I would come home when I come home when I was done. Yeah. And my brother and sister would be at school cause they're younger than me. So to be in high school, junior high. Yeah. My dad be at work, so it'd just be me and my mom, mm. and we'd wa- always wa- we would always watch "I Love Lucy," or "Little House on the Prairie," mm. or "Leave It to Beaver." Yeah, and that's what we would watch. And she would always be on the phone with her mom, which mm. is my grandma. Yeah, she would always be on the phone with her. And so what I, we'd be at home. She's on the phone. We're watching all this. Grandma's there. She's on the phone, and we're all talking, mm. talking. Yeah, and. Uh, it was a, a, a great experience yeah. to have someone on her 80th, I think it was her 80th birthday. I rented a Mercedes for her. Really? She said before she died, she wanted to be treated like a princess. Mm. So I rented her SF, S550. We had a surprise party for her. Uh, she, she was someone, she didn't have to tell you she was proud of you. 
Yeah. You just knew by the way she would talk to you. Yeah. By the way she, she would uh, speak. Mm. Uh, I wish I would have had more time with her. I passed, what, 2008, 9? Mm. So what? I was 29. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how my grandpa was. Like, he wouldn't come out. Because when I was small, he would spoil us a lot over time he got older. Um, but we knew just having his presence there, we knew he was there. So mm. we, like, we knew he was still around. And then he wouldn't verbally say it, but I know, like, through my grandma, she would tell my mom. And then my mom would call me, like, hey, your grandpa would always say that he misses you to take care and that he's proud of you. So mm-hmm. he never told me that, but he, I know he told my grandma and my grandma told my mom. So... So what year were you in in college when this happened? Were you a senior already? I was a senior. This was 2019. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. So. Wow. So it was pretty recent then. Yeah. It's still kind of fresh because I know there's times where I'll see like my aunt still miss them or even my mom. She's kind of down sometimes. So, yeah. Because they were really close. And then for me, like born and raised in Garden Grove, mid Santa Ana. Like I'll see the OCTA buses and I remember mm-hmm. the bus rides with him. What high school did you go to? Rancho Los Milos. Rancho, Rancho, it's on next to Garden Grove High School. It's around that area. Oh, okay. It's, it's on Dale and... Dale and Chapman? Dale and Chapman. Dale and Chapman, yeah. Yeah, because I live on... I live Dale, believe it or not, Dale goes far. Dale it goes does, all the way down even to... Even though it's a small it, bra- it breaks off. Yeah. Obviously, it breaks off, but if you keep going... It continues. Yeah, it continues. Yeah. Yeah, Dale so and Chapman. So it's on Dale. Yeah, I went to Rancho, wanted to go to, I was supposed to go to Santiago, but my mom was like, no, you're not going there. She's like, we're going to try something different. What was the majority of nationality there? Uh, Santiago yeah. or Rancho? Rancho. Rancho, it was a little bit mixed. It was more, when I was there at least, you had, it was more Hispanic, Latino, and then you had like maybe a small percentage of Asian, mm-hmm. Samoans. And there was a lot of well, when I was there, there was a bunch mm-hmm. of Samoans. Did you play any sports? I didn't, and that's what kind of goes with what I want to talk about later. The reason why I didn't, and then yeah, take look, your time, man. Looking back at it, I wish I would have. Now that I'm older and I see my sister because she's in water polo, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I like just seeing the sport. It's kind of like soccer, but in the pool. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I should have, I could have done this. Mm-hmm. Or when I see my friends doing cross country, or I'm like, I should have done this too, because I like running. So I'm like. Now, when I see cross-country runners, I'm like, oh, I should have. Would have, could have, should have. Should have, but for some reason, I didn't, right? So, what would you do in your spare time in high school? I was in choir. Choir? Yeah, that was my second option, because obviously, I wasn't physically fit to do I used sports. to sing at my church all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we used to do uh, pageants. Not yeah. pageants, core. What do we do? Christmas specials, they called them. Yeah. Singing. Uh-huh. Tell me about it, man. What got you into singing? Honestly, I don't. I do not know. But since when I was small, you look I, like a Glee, like you're part of the Glee uh, <laughs> cast. Glee remember the Glee? Yeah. Remember the show? The Glee. It was well. There was a Glee club. Yeah. 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 yeah there's Glee clubs. But remember the TV show? Yeah. I've, you look like you'd be in that show. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> if I would. But I know a lot of people would reference it. But at the time, um, my the 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 choir teacher, he was really good at promoting it, and it was like. Not gonna lie, everyone from mostly from football was in choir. Like really? they wanted, they had a literally a men's ensemble. It was about maybe 50, 50 boys. All deep voices. All deep voices, Ooh. even high, because I was because there was like different sections. You had the, I think it was called the baritones mm-hmm. at the time, tenors, and then there was tenor two, tenor one. So I I learned a lot from there. But I was a tenor one. I went from baritone to tenor two to What's tenor What's the one. difference between all those? So the baritones are the, I believe, the deep ones. So mm-hmm. they got the, like the very deep voice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then the you got the tenors, which can go high. And then you got the tenor ones, which can go high, but get, go even higher. Like, go. So uh, how would you memorize that? Me, this is what I would do. You just told me that. The yeah. baritones. I would think of a, a, a what is it? Barry oh, no, Wait, not the baritone. I think it's bass. I could the be bass. wrong. I think it's bass, baritone, and then tenor. I could be wrong, though. Because it's been a while. No, no, like, you're good, yeah. you're good, you're good. But I know the tenor because I was a tenor. And tenors, I'll say, so you got the bass, the tenor two, you said? No, so you got the, so the main three um, yeah, like main labels are bass, baritone, baritone. And tenors. And then with the, each one, there's different levels. Different levels. Like you got different levels for tenor. So for like, you got tenor two, tenor one, which I was a tenor. I went from tenor two to tenor one. And what's the difference between those two? Between is it maybe your voice is getting stronger? More it's developing. Developing. It's your vocals are like going different sections. It can, it can hit different notes now. Mm -hmm. Like it's just practicing and practicing. Cause for me, when I started in freshman year, I was just I was discovering. I guess you can say my voice, mm -hmm. and then I was a uh, bass. But that was just me not caring or wanting to learn. And, and obviously because it was a uh, entry level of choir, so the teacher wasn't so much focused on you. Mm -hmm. And over time, my voice started developing, and people are like, "Oh, you should take it more serious." And even within the guys that were in the football team, they were like. Oh, I want to be the top singer. I want that solo. I want that spot. I was like, bro, you're, you're <laughs> that's a, just hard. I'm like, bro, you're a football and you want to be like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I want to be the best singer in this. School. Well, it would be like that movie, uh, the yeah. show Glee. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, I'm telling you, dude, those football players, they were competing. And then they, we obviously would compete with other schools too. So with time, my voice kept developing. I noticed that it can like go very high or it can go very deep. So like, people like you know, tell me like, hey, dude, your voice changes by itself. I'm like, I know. I'm like, and I can't control it because sometimes I'll be speaking naturally and I'll just go high. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I'll speak and I'll just go low, like really low. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's kind of like that one singer from Queen. What's his name? Oh, I can't even think right now. Mm -hmm. um, Queen. The main singer. Freddie Mercury. Fred, so you compare yourself to Freddie Mercury? Not compare myself, but I'm saying my vocal, <laughs> not my vocals, because like he says, like he has that octave range. Yeah, where, yeah. Where he can very go really high or very really deep. deep. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I'm, I, gonna, I'm gonna listen to him because I remember like um, there was another guy. He was t he was a tenor one, and he would be like, "Oh, I'm the boy Mariah Carey." I was like, "Bro, chill out," because his voice would go very deep and very high. See, in my when I was in high school. I played football, yeah. and then I was also in drama. Yeah. And so I was in musicals. Mm. So to try out, you would have to sing. Yeah. And I would sing at church, mm. and and I did rap songs at church. My I grew up in the church. Mm. And every Sunday we would sing, and my mom was, I think she was one of the singers at one point in the yeah. front of the church. Uh, but to learn all these different, different uh Notes you know, and different notes and, yeah. and all that. I wish I would have studied that more. Yeah, it's interesting because you, know, you get you get to learn how your voice works, mm -hmm. like what you can do with it. And then for me, because I started at the mid-level, men's ensemble, which are all the football all the football and soccer players mm -hmm. were in, and eventually even them themselves, they were competing to get to the top choir. Like they had the men's ensemble, then you had the concert choir, mm -hmm. then you had the vocal, which is the varsity choir, which you start going, going to competitions, compete against it for school, and then you got the um, chamber. Which is the top one? Only the the teacher selects mm -hmm. the top ten singers. Can everybody sing? You think? Is um, it just takes more practice than others? There's people that shouldn't sing, <laughs> but I think you can practice and develop your voice. But there's some people that naturally have it. Mm -hmm. Whereas me, I don't want to say I'm a good singer, mm -hmm. but people have told me like, dude, you can you can really sing. But 
are my vocals the same as maybe in high school? Maybe not, because I haven't practiced it. And especially mm-hmm. with surgery, they say you shouldn't have surgeries when you're when you have a good voice because it can mess up, I guess, the structure of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can I can hear your voice. I can uh, for the people that don't know, I just had a surgery. you just had surgery, yeah. you had a te- and I can hear a popping coming. Yeah, because um, There's I feel it back socket. here. Can yeah. you can you hear it too? I can feel it. I can feel it. Yeah. I can hear it too. You like want this. some water? Oh no, I'm good because okay. I know it's gonna make it worse. But um, yeah, that's that's why they say you shouldn't have surgery because you can really mess up your voice. And that's where I um, when I was interested in music, I would study artists like who had like similar issues. And I that's where I learned about Freddie Mercury and Mariah Carey because they have like those octave ranges, where they say like, oh, they never wanted to have surgery because they didn't want to mess up their voice. So there, those are two unique artists mm-hmm. that have, like. Th- arranged where they can go very high or very low does it make it how does it make it now when you now that you've been through chorus and you're listening to music on the radio are you still just like enjoying it? it yeah you judge it like oh, yeah, dude, so i good. do judge it i'm not you gonna do? lie because there's times where i'm just sitting like all these artists are not naturally good singers because now you have computers you can develop someone's voice and fix it and fix a little mm-hmm. tweak it or you have artists, you I know I can tell when someone's being real and can naturally sing. Mm-hmm. Or you have someone like I don't want to mention any names because what if I'm pissed someone off, right? Who are you gonna piss off? Okay, like let's say I know I shouldn't slam her, but she's a really good. I respect her work. Okay, Jennifer Lopez shouldn't sing for me, but she's a really talented. She's she worked really hard. So I'm not gonna put her down. But My lady bought me all her albums. I had a crush yeah. on her in high school. <laughs> really? I used to I used to fall asleep listening to her sing. Yeah. Now, yeah, like talented singers now, like male singers. Yeah. That I think is The Weeknd. He's a really good singer. I think. Well, I think he, Bruno Mars, singer like artists from now at mm-hmm. least from female singers that I would consider good. Someone like maybe Ariana Grande because she can sing. Yeah, she can sing. Yeah. Lady Gaga can naturally sing, writes her own stuff. She is good. The star is born. What's the one that just lost all that weight? Oh, Adele. 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 And then you have singers from the past, like Winnie Houston. Winnie Houston. And Mariah Carey. Like, Mm -hmm. those are the top. That's, like, the top. And that's from choir. Like I said, I didn't know my voice. And then when, like, teachers selected. Well, I didn't pick it because there was already a group. It was a group of 10 boys. Well, usually it's a group of 10 members, either five boys, five girls, or all five girls. or I mean, all 10 boys or 10 girls. It was my senior year in high school, and my teacher said, you know, let's all do it boys. Because the boys group, there was a lot of boys for some reason. Everyone from sports was coming to choir. Everyone was talking about it. And everyone would see all the trophies that we would get, the medals and the plaques. Wow. And yeah. I have mine. I have my set of pl- – I have a plaque, and I have medals too for, for singing. So then I joined the vocal eventually because I was always rejecting it. My teacher would be like, hey, dude, why don't you try it? I'm like, eh, I don't care. He's like, finally my senior year. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. So the – I joined the vocal, which is the varsity choir, and then I, they he selects the top ten, and then they, I ended up getting chosen to be a part of that. So yeah. And then from then on, I was like, you know, what? I may pursue this. But That's I'm pretty like, cool, not. dude. Yeah. Choir. I'm gonna tell my kids to do something like that. Yeah, it also depends. I wish on, I would have did it. It depends on the choir teacher, because believe it or not, once he retired my senior year, so the 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 choirs that were still gonna be there for a couple years, they were mad. They didn't want to lose them. So you really have to build that bond with the well, whole. Well, yeah, because it's hard school. to go out there and just sing. Promote. I used to try out. When yeah. I tried out for musicals, you have to sing. Not only that, but promote the program. Because there's people like be like, those, the students will say, well, we're losing our teachers, so we're all going to quit. Or it's, up, it's really up to that choir teacher to build that program and make it what it is. Because 
Honestly, what did he want? More money? He got a better opportunity? Um, I think he wanted to start a family and take some time off. Mm-hmm. And because his wife was a teacher as well. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to back, take some time it's off. A lot of t- a lot it, of work. It is a lot of work because you have to set up the schedule, look for venues to sing, set up competitions. It's, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I would see him. He would stay there till 8 o'clock setting up. Yeah. I know when I was in drama, musical singing and act learning how to act and stuff i i can act it was something natural yeah uh memorizing stuff I, you just i would just breeze over it and just as long as i got the concept mm-hmm. i would have to you know say things word for word but when it came to singing uh that's something that i i, I should have worked on i wish i would have yeah. joined the choir that would have been cool mm. you know but you only have so much time when you're in high school you know you yeah. need time for yourself too but man, choir, yeah. I don't think we had choir in high in my yeah. high school. I went to Bonaparte. But I know when I was doing plays, we would have old uh alumni come mm-hmm. and they would do special guests yeah. in in the in the shows. Mm. And I want to go back. I'm gonna see if Mr. Parrish is still there. I'm gonna see if I could go in and and, and jump on a play with them and yeah. be a, like alumni special. Yeah. And I know we had this also, this, now that you mentioned it, this special event, we call it like the Night of Stars. It's mm-hmm. the basically people get to audition and then it's anyone for the school, but basically, most of the time it was just choir students. And I was like, um, it's my senior year. I might as well go out and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I auditioned and I ended up getting two, two spots. I got a solo mm-hmm. and I got a duet. Cause someone mm-hmm. asked me like, Hey, do you want to do a duet? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. That's cool, dude. So yeah. I was like, I'm on the list for. We Twice. had we had competitions every year at FJC Fulton yeah. College. Mm. It was a big event of all the high schools around, yeah. around, and some people would travel, and we would have different different uh, scenes or mm. what were they called? Different acts. So there'd be comedy act, a group act, yeah. solo act, a duet. Mm. You know, when it came to acting, so we you would work on a, on a project at at school, pick a play, pick a play pick a segment we want to act out and then we would present it to the teacher we ended up being in two i was uh with somebody else so it was a duet it was you know two people yeah and then it was a group thing we did some a scene from the flying from the cuckoo's nest i think we did mm. but this one with my my friend she was a wife i was a husband it was a play called comeback sheba if i'm correct it was um I'm gonna actually have to look into that more, but the scene was I was a drunk, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a drunk, and then she was the the daughter had left, and she was the she was the wife, and so I'd come home drunk, and we played a whole scene. But it's crazy because you have judges and you have an audience. Yeah, and I remember when we were done, I was so worn out because you become this person. Yeah, when you're acting, you're not this person, you're this mm-hmm. person, and. I think we got like third place or we, we placed, but I remember people coming up to me, girls and guys thanking me, but girls were coming. They were literally crying. They're yeah. like, dude, that was so good. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not in high school. Yeah. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. We're like, yeah, right. I'm yeah. like, no, people were crying and coming up to me going, dude, that was so good. So I tried to become a, a, a my first thing when I went to uh, college, I was, I was going to be a actor. I go, oh, I'm yeah. going to be an actor then. I'm going to be in drama, but man, that's another level when you go into college. It is because, Lots of competition, especially with music. Yeah, there, did you try that? Is that one thing you wanted to focus on? I wanted to because I. It's funny because when I did the solo, um, I had I did have a bunch of people come up there like, dude, we don't know you can sing like that. I was like, yeah, I guess. Like I didn't make too much of it, but um, 
when I got out of high school, I did try to pursue music. I found this like agency where you kind of go audition and they decide to pick you up or not. And I was I was just really nervous. I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't. You really have to have the confidence to be able to sing by yourself in front of a bunch of people. And I didn't have that. So I would always mm -hmm. like back away like I can't do this. I can't do this. So I tried to pursue it in college. But for in college, it's more do you want to be a teacher? It's not mainly do you want to record your own music? That's for something else. So if somebody says, I want to be a singer or a choir, where uh, would you go after high school for that then? Not college, I'll tell not you that. College. Yeah, that's kind of you got to do. It's your own business in a way. You have to promote yourself. You have to look for studios to record. You have to start writing your own music, work with other musicians. Because it, it, it really is your own business. Because college isn't going to teach you it's, how to get better. They're just going to teach you how to teach it. It will, but they're more going to focus on how to play an instrument, how to be part of a choir. I mean, you can do that route, but like how many people come from a college? Mm -hmm. How many famous singers come from a, from a college choir or stuff like that? Rarely any. I mean, at least the ones, all the singers I know, and non, none of them have came from a college background. Because college is more for, like, do you want to learn how to play an instrument? Do you want to be a uh, choir teacher? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean that's the way I see but it. But you couldn't. But, yeah, they have choir in college, though. Yeah, they do. You? But for someone that wants to pursue, pursue a, like, a solo artist act. Oh, and, solo, yeah. Yeah, if you want to be, like, a top star eventually or j at least somewhat. Do you think you would have made it if you would have tried out for choir? Would I have made it? I think I would have developed my voice, and I think I would have been doing the side thing. Like, mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But just because I'm, I'm a very shy person, I don't know if I can stand in a stage mm -hmm. in front of a bunch of people. But maybe, who knows? I was, like I said, I wasn't too confident back then. So, Yeah, it's definitely scary. Yeah, it I is mean, scary. When, you, when I try it out, like I said, when I try it out and you have to sing in front of the teachers, yeah, that was my first time actually doing something like that. I was embarrassed. I was like, all looking around like. Do I be funny? I'm like, I don't, this is not, not my bad. thing. Yeah. I did never done that before, but acting, you know, mm. doing out certain, like I played Scrooge one time in a play. I can do that because I just turn into this other yeah. person. I, I'm not this person. I'm this person. Yeah. But then when you're singing something different, right? Mm. It is because I tried drama my senior year and I feel like you're being this character. So people are not taking you too serious because they know it's not you mm -hmm. whereas singing they're looking at you okay we're gonna judge this person is he yeah. good or is he bad and not only that if you start stressing out your vocals man literally they'll, they'll literally go like this like they'll start squeezing and everything starts tightening up and you're throwing you're like i can't sing he goes oh. yeah you just lock up. Your, up your throat locks up you can't sing because honestly i can't even you give gotta a be loose right yeah you have to be relaxed i can't even give a speech sometimes so i'm like dude if you can't give a speech mm -hmm. in front of 30 kids or 30 students, mm -hmm. you can't perform. And when I was in a choir, I felt more comfortable because I had everyone there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had that support. And I was the one, and I was like that single kid in the choir group. Like when everyone was hitting the high notes or the long notes, I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna go above a little bit more higher just to like, the, my friends would be like, hey, dude, we heard you. I'm like, yeah, that was me. But when mm -hmm. I would do it by myself, I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to be out there and. and and perform in front of people. It is. Even famous singers, they, they say, like, dude, it's it's hard. But then some people like it. Some people get a rush off of it. Yeah. That's what I tell myself. I'm like, maybe I'm just nervous doing it in, like, a small setting. But mm -hmm. maybe if, if I were to I think, be in a stage, yeah. I'll just feel the rush and go with it. 
get being nervous is one thing, right? Yeah. I, I used to be nervous. I used to do obviously in college, mm. you'd have to do uh, reports in front of the class and debates. Yeah. People you don't know, you know, but if you, you have to take that out of your mind. Like I don't, people get too shy. Why are you shy for it? Yeah. Are you, are you caring what people think? You yeah. can't take that out of your mind, mm. you know? And then let's start from there. Yeah. Why else are you nervous about? Well, I'm more nervous about man. Well, you can't think about that. Yeah. Anything can happen. You can walk outside the street or walk outside and they get hit by a car. Mm. You just don't know. Yeah. You know, and so once you get those out of your way, then, then see what happens. I mean, this podcast, for example, right. I was nervous too when I first started. Yeah. I was nervous. I was nervous about, well, mm-hmm. I was nervous about what people are going to think, what people are going to say. Yeah. Now, you know, almost two years later, they can say whatever they want. Yeah. Comments on, on pictures and stuff. I, that's gone. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, if you're going to waste your time to, to speak negativity, then obviously it's you the one with mm-hmm. the problem. And so when I come in the podcast now, yeah, I stutter a bit when I'm in the front. Yeah. I go too fast. I'm speaking too fast on my introductions. Mm. I'm only 87, like, what, 83 episodes in. Yeah. You'll get better, right? Yeah. yeah. You only get better as you go. Yeah. And people got to understand that you, you can change you can do things, mm-hmm. right? Don't be scared. Yeah. Take a chance. I said this before. Take a chance. Columbus did. Right. Right? He jumped yeah. on a fucking ship. They didn't know. Navigating. Where are we going? Mm. Following the stars. Whatever they're doing. Yeah. I should have gone for it. Because, like, now how, how I said my my voice in freshman year to my voice in vocal and senior year, mm-hmm. I could have really made my voice. You're developing. still developing, too. Yeah. You're yeah. still young. You're de- Look mm. at Justin Bieber. Right? His voice has changed so much. Yeah, yeah. He's still good. Yeah. So... Maybe I, sh- I should have. Maybe maybe I will. Who knows? Yeah, you're still young. Yeah. You go back and do your master's. Right. Yeah. Well, who knows? Get back in there. Yeah. Or you can start up a podcast called a choir podcast. Choir podcast. Yeah. yeah. You guys talk about choir and, and sing, about, sing and, music. you know, sing yeah. music, whatever. Yeah. Who knows? So you did choir in high school. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Did choir... Well, I tried to, it was like a, like I said, that agency was like a music acting agency. I'm like, maybe I'll try acting, but didn't, didn't find it too much, too interesting. Uh, And after that, I just went straight to school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you tried it out for a year? The music thing? Yeah. Um, Within, within like my senior year and outside, like I tried, I was going to this like one agency down in Los Angeles and it would, it was just building your vocals and training it i mean i can still go because it was a lifetime thing so if i wanted to i can go right now like mm-hmm. hey i want to go do this you pay a small time fee one time fee i think it was like five thousand what i think i don't recall but yeah it's like a whole lifetime thing you go down there and like do you guys have any jobs for me or do you guys have or what can i do you basically meet up with other singers mm-hmm. there's famous singers there um mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you know charlie poof Mm, no, 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 no. There's well, there's like some of them. Basically, uh, I'm not sure if Ariana Grande was part of it. I think so. It's just like the small, like the small agency, and you, she just got married. Yeah, but she started at the bottom too. Like she was there, and so these other singers. I think Selena Gomez was there too. Mm. Yeah, so you learn to develop and train, and then from there you get chosen if you get picked up by another top agency. Wow, what's it called? I forgot the name of it. I know it's in Los Angeles. I think it's called Los Angeles Center Studios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bunch of people go down there and shoot. What do you think about those shows they have now? The Voice, American Idol. So funny thing. So if you go down there and you, you start training your voice, you get to participate in those shows. 
the American Idol and The Voice. Because really? I, I got offered, do you want to be part of The Voice or do you want to just be part of a sit-in? So most of the people that are sitting in the audience, they're all singers. They're, all singers. Oh. they're learning to develop their voice. I'm not sure. Like maybe you, I think you can still buy tickets and go. But for at least us, we would get free tickets and we would go see them. Did you ever do it? I wasn't ready. We'll, no, sit, no, we'll sit in well, the audience. Sit in the audience? No, I didn't go because I had school still. Oh, so okay. I didn't get to go because I was still in high school. But um, sometimes I wish I'm like, hey, I can still go back and do it. Yeah, but, you still could go back. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I'd support you, bro. Yeah. I mean, That'd be sick. I will watch you. I know my, you can. I'm not going to ask you to sing today, yeah. even though all the audience is probably going to want to hear something. But next time you come on, you know, I yeah. know you just had surgery, you know bellow out something yeah because there's times where i'm in the car and i'm belting dude really yeah like by myself what my, kind of songs honestly for me i, I would go like michael jackson i don't really see I, like, I don't jackson. i don't really go for like the techno stuff because i'm like that's not gonna help my voice mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go for the like the hard stuff even if it doesn't sound good i'm like i'll take it on my guy i can go this oh, way yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like because that's what people audition with you don't see people singing um basic songs like, and in the, the mirror radio. Yeah, you you'll see people singing like "I'll Be There" from Michael Jack Jackson Five. Mm -hmm. You'll see people singing Whitney Houston, mm -hmm. Mariah. Um, what else? Like people from back in the days. Mm -hmm. You don't see no one singing stuff from now because that's not gonna help your voice. Well, I think at least. At least. Mm. You have to sing the hard stuff if you want to make it. Yeah. Yeah, singing, man. Yeah. It's a whole instrument. It is. Yeah. Would I go back and do it? Maybe though. When I talk on the mic, and I, I personally, I don't like my own voice. I don't like me it. Me neither. And some people, and a lot of people have commented, you know, to me, dude, you got a good voice. Yeah. You know, your voice is good. Hey, dude, it's good. He does. Yeah. I fucking can't stand my voice. Yeah. Let alone, are we going to start singing now? You see, you that's, know? that's another reason why I didn't pursue it. Because my voice was very, uh, I guess you can say questionable, where I don't know what it's going to sound the next day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like... Say if I wasn't choir and I was going to sing do a solo, I'm like, okay, what are you giving me now? Are you going to go high or are you going to go low? And even when I go high, there's times it would just go even higher. And then it would go, it would just drop. I'm like, I would get mad at myself self-consciously because I'm like, dude, like. Practice. Well, practice, practice, but sometimes it's out of your control. Out of your control. Huh? That, because sometimes it's just your vocals would just go out of the roof. And sometimes it will just, it won't help you. It just won't deliver and is that so that's not control that's just the way your voice goes it's just your well at least for me so there's people that are just naturally good mm -hmm. um like have a deep voice they know how to manage it and they work it and there's people that have a high voice and they just stay at that range and then you have people that can either go really high even higher or can get it really low and go even lower and there's just even with that himself like there's you, there's people that just can't control it like their voice will naturally just go even higher well, that is for some singers, there's that case. Not everyone has it, it's only some. Hmm. Yeah. Then for me, when I was in choir and I learned that, I'm like, I don't know what my voice, how it's going to deliver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I was always self conscious, like, about my voice. I'm like, I don't know how it's going to sound today. So I'm like, uh, that's why I would back away too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because people would tell me that, like, dude, your voice sounds really deep right now. Or sometimes they're like, hey, dude, you're high. Your voice is so high. I was like, I know. Will they say that because they're trying to critique you and try to help you? Uh, or not, they're just like, oh, this is right here. Not critique. I don't want to say critique me, but me, myself, I would critique my own self. It's hard. Yeah, like, me doing a podcast, me talking yeah. and going back and editing. When I edit, I just raise the volumes mm -hmm. in certain areas. Yeah. But the hardest part to get through it was I had to listen to myself. Mm. 
And that was the hardest part of being a podcaster is when you go and you're posting something, yeah. you got to listen to yourself. You got to listen to the way you speak. Mm. I used to say a lot of, um, um, and like, and I probably still do. Yeah. But that's how you but I'm always yourself, right? uh, yeah I'm always yeah. self-conscious about it when I'm speaking yeah. and making sure that I don't I don't use those words and try to try to be professional mm-hmm. right I'm trying to be a podcaster yeah. here this is episode 83 yeah. right so being able to to do those things mm-hmm. you have to be able to listen to yourself and critique yourself yeah and then once you can do that yeah. everybody else's opinion unless they're an expert doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah and that's what I'm saying. Like, this is my first time ever hearing myself, too. Yeah. Like, I'm the type, like, if, say, if I would write a song, then create it mm-hmm. and put it out there, I, I wouldn't want to hear mm-hmm. it. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to hear it. No, like, I could just... turn it off where you can't hear yourself. Yeah. But I like, uh, yeah. It's good to hear you yourself. hearing yourself talk, right? Yeah. I'm so used to it now yeah. that I actually like to hear, hear mm-hmm. it more. So I'm hearing myself talk. And it is weird, right? It is. But it's also helping you. It, it's supposed to help you. That's how yeah. radio shows are, right? Right. That's why they wear the headphones. So you can hear because yourself. Because you can hear yourself. You yeah. can hear the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people trip out. And they go, oh, you know, I, I can hear myself. I mm-hmm. go, yeah, you can hear yourself talk. Yeah. So maybe now, maybe I would feel more comfortable. but Because I know, like, okay, dude, this is your voice. You can't do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. You have to just accept it. Like, mm-hmm. it either goes too high or too low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if everyone who comes on the show listens to their podcast. Mm. I know some people do, but the majority of people do they? I know the Godfather. I don't think he listens to his own podcast. Yeah. He's such a natural. He comes on and talks. Yeah, and we just go th- go through it. Yeah. I don't even think he listens to himself. He's so confident with himself. Just uploads it. Yeah, he like, just talks cool. and it uploads, and you know, hey, yeah. when we going on again? Mm. And then you got some people. They'll listen to it. Oh, you know, and those I go. No, you did fine. Yeah, like, it's it's a podcast. Mm. So yeah, I mean, that's what like when I'm in the car, that's my time to like really listen to myself, and I'll be listening to songs. And I'm like belting out in the car and just jamming. And sometimes I'll bring my sister along with me, and we're both jamming because she sings too. So it's it's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, if I were if I were to have the time to do it again, I think I would. I would go back. Go ahead, Doc. Keep going. Yeah. See, even water. I think my choir teacher would let us drink water. He'd be like, "No water. Put it away." That and gum. He would if he, he saw you with gum, he would hear it. Yeah, definitely no gum. Yeah, I think it messes up your it dries up your throat. Oh yeah, it's something I'll look into again. Probably maybe pursue it. Sorry folks had to replenish. Turn on the AC back on. Yeah. That's on a timer. Oh really? So choir, we got you doing choir. Graduated from Chico State. Yeah. Now you're out here. You're out in the real world. Yeah. What's next for this? Uh... Next, honestly, I took the whole last year to like really self-discover and be like, okay, who am I? What am I gonna do? And that's why I tell people like, take a whole year off before you go into college because you're you don't really know who you are. Honestly, mm. people that say, oh, the teachers that say. High school is going to prepare you for life and college. No, it doesn't. It's all, I think it's BS. I don't think high school prepares you for life or college. Mm-hmm. I think you should really take that whole time to self-reflect and find yourself and like, what do I want to do in life? Do I want to go this route or this route? Do I want to go to school or not? And for me, I learned that this year. Um, and I, I finally got, a, not the job I wanted, but it's a starting job, like where I would, what direction I would like to go. But I tell myself like, okay, I also want to do a, business because i've always wanted to have my own business like my own product this is what i want to do this is what i what represents at least what i like 
and I also wanted to find another career. Not a career, but like I want to do something. I'm not the type. I can't. I know I'm not the type that can be sitting down in the office all day. I need to be up and moving. Cause I know for me mentally, I can't just be sitting down. So are you working right now? I'm working right now. Yeah. Where are you working at? I work at uh, for the County of Orange. Okay. Yeah. So I, I like it there. It's I'm. It's a really good experience. But and did you get that job? Uh, How'd you get that job? What do you do over there? Talk a little bit about that. So, okay, you work for the County of Orange, yeah. right? I'm not sure if I can really talk, but it's uh, it's the social services. I basically okay, help. yeah, but it's nothing too big. It's a like. Is that somebody any any a job anybody could get out of high school, or is that somewhere you need a college degree? That's a good question because there's times where they'll say like, "Well, you don't." It's not a requirement, requirement, but it's preferred. You know how those there's those classifications now, like not a requirement, but for like. They ideally would have liked someone with a BA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's no one, well, unless it's someone's niece or nephews yeah. that could get a job like that out of high school. Mm-hmm. You definitely need some type of. And it took a time. It took a while. That's why I really, I was like, why am I not getting jobs? Like, I had everything going for me when I didn't have a degree. And now that I do, like, nothing's going the way I wanted. So it kind of gave me, let me self reflect, like, dude, it's not all about degrees. Like, well, it's it's, it's it's competition. It is. It's competition. Cause Out in the real world. Yeah, when people apply for a job, you're you're competing with a pool of people. Like, there's a bunch yeah. of people wanting But how many? Job. But you're, they, they're, everything's cut, right? So yeah. this is where we're looking for, and this is what we have. Yeah. You know, if you get a, a high school diploma, you're down here. If you got uh, not a high school diploma, but you, you graduated, or yeah. not you got your diploma, yeah. you're, they have different levels as you go your education mm-hmm. you you start going up that ladder right like one of my friends told me he said look at look at steve we you we know a lot of successful people yeah if everyone were to lose their jobs all at once and we went to a goal apply for one place he says you'd be top he goes mm-hmm. because you have a college degree mm-hmm. how many people have that i go yeah i go it's just a piece of paper he goes yeah but they still take that yeah they're you know, the, it, your interview too, funny. I guess. Yeah. But he's those you'd be up there because they, they would see your commitment with the company. You got mm-hmm. 22 years at the company. You have a college degree and you have life experience. He yeah. and, and your interview would be good. Mm-hmm. He goes, you then you come up here. So same thing. You got your college degree. You're yeah. You're up there, I guess. Yeah. And also your experience, because from a young age, I think I was at maybe 14. I was already volunteering. I was volunteering at a library. Oh. So I had that civil service in my, my and that's what people don't understand yes. civil service will go a yeah, long way it does and it, even if it's volunteering because you need those recommendation letters i had two to back me up mm-hmm. so i had that really looked good and i had was volunteering then from there i started working for the city of santa Ana, and i was doing that part-time it was just a clerical job but i was already within the public service area so it's, it was a build-up it went from one thing to one another yeah you know uh, I don't know if you've heard one of my podcasts. His name's Manny Escamilla. Oh, yeah. I know Manny. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's been on my show twice. Yeah. I know Manny. Yeah. yeah. How do you I, know Manny? <laughs> what a uh, small world, dude. He used to work at the library, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked with my mom. Yeah, he went to Berkeley. Right. He went to Berkeley, then came back, was working yeah, with the city. Yeah, he's been on my show twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him through a coworker of mine. Yeah, I think he's a planner, right? Yeah, or he's a city, city, planner. city planner. Did he just get that job with Oakland? I thought I saw a post of the city of Oakland. He became the city planner. Maybe. I haven't, honestly, I haven't kept up I haven't caught up with him. He was just yeah. on, uh, he was wearing a mask because of COVID. His mom was, uh, you know, very vulnerable. Yeah.
but yeah, he's been on the show twice. Yeah. Dude, that dude's so smart. He is really smart because I was a clerk. And then, so I started, my route was kind of like his. I think, I'm not sure if he was a volunteer, but I volunteered. Then I became a clerk. And then from the clerk, I went like little jobs here and there with mm-hmm. the county. It was the most like a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. But still, I always tell people like, just get your foot in the door. That's that's how you move around mm-hmm. and start building that resume. Like they want to see that, that mm-hmm. you're committed to public service. Mm-hmm. So that's how at least it worked for me. You got to put it in that work, man. Even if it's something small, like if you have to, just make copies. People want to just get it. paid and go here and get paid. Go here and go paid. It doesn't work yeah. that way. So that's, you got to do your civic duty. You got to get back. Yeah. So I met Manny at the library. I didn't really, wouldn't talk to him because I was small. I was just like, oh, hi. I was How old were you? Maybe 14, 13. Really? Teenager. Holy yeah. shit. Well, you're 25. Yeah. Yeah. He's about my age. Yeah. Know. He's like 35, 36. I think so. Yeah. Small hmm. world. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember dude. seeing him in this. Listen to the, the podcast. Listen to both of them. The first yeah. one, the second one, because. First one was the first time I met him. Mm-hmm. And then the second time. Maybe you guys know, went deeper here, Yeah, I think it was an election going on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's was right. He, was he running? Uh, I think he was. He was running for something. Yeah, right. And he for won. The, I think he won. Yeah. There's so many different things, though. That you can do. Yeah. That you can, yeah, that yeah. they vote on and stuff. And I was there like, is. holy shit. Because that's where I learned. I'm like, oh, maybe I want to do this. That's where the whole public admin thing came out because mm-hmm. i didn't know what public admin was mm-hmm. it was everyone from the from the city hall like telling mm-hmm. me like no get your degree in public admin i was like okay public admin yeah opens a lot did of you doors. have to write a thesis i did would you write it actually on? it wasn't a thesis it was a policy report policy report yeah so what'd you write it on i don't recall honestly i stopped looking at it. i think mine was on deforestation yeah like how that impacts the planning. Well, I felt when because everyone was when I was in Chico, everyone was about nature and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm out here. Might as well talk about something that mm-hmm. a hot topic out here. So mine was deforestation. What's your uh, what's the Chico's? What's their mascot? It's a uh, wildcat. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How many students are at Chico? How many students total? It's mm, a good question. Uh, Enough to not know everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah, because the, the whole town was, it was a college town. Yeah, it was in a big city. It was a college town. Maybe I would say 10,000 because a lot of people would say like, oh, the, the, the city is dependent of the, the, the students. Mm. Yeah. So the college would make a majority of the. Yeah, so you're out there like in the forest, like yeah. Santa Cruz. Right. People think Santa Cruz by the ocean. That's mm. mod- I think it was Monterey is by the ocean. The, right. the college is right on the ocean. And yeah. then you have Santa Cruz, which is in the, in the mountains. Mm-hmm. In the big old redwoods, right? Yeah, that's how Chico was because you had your redwoods, and it was like a river that would cross through. No, no, it was a creek. Yeah. Damn. Nice campus, beautiful campus. If you ever want to take a vacation, I would go out there because then you can go to Lake Tahoe. Oh, so you're all the way up there by yeah. Lake Tahoe? Yeah, Holy you, shit! You passed Lake Tahoe because I think there's a like another there's a national park like maybe an hour away or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful place. Chico. Every here, every time I see that, I think of Chicano. Chicano. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know they have a lot of Chicano clubs out there. What are they famous for, Chico State? What are, what are they known for? To, what type of people to create? Create Anybody crazy come out of there? Not crazy, but you know what I mean. Bernie Sanders would go down there a lot, even though he's not from there. But it's a, it's a mix of everything. Uh, it was labeled as the main party school at the time. Yeah. That's I, don't what think, I, I don't think any, not anymore. They're trying to drift away from that. But they're really known for like their... Um, Bernie Sanders, so, you sure he wasn't attending the Bohemian Grove? Huh? <laughs> the Bohemian Grove? <laughs> no. 
Uh, he was just there because it was an election year. He wanted to rally up students. Did you hear, hear about the Bohemian Grove? No. It's when people, when the elite, they get together, and it's the Bernie Now. It's uh-huh. like the elite. It's called uh, one of the guys. One guy uh, got to get, get inside there. It's where all the, the wealthy go. Mm-hmm. But it's up there, up north somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's in the mountains, in the woods. Yeah. And so, uh, they do all kinds of different rituals. Oh, really? Some people say they sacrifice people. Some people say that. Uh, you know, it's a bunch of old, rich old people yeah. that go up there that are politicians, but it's called the Bohemian Grove. Never, never heard, heard of that? No. Holy and it's shit. funny because I'm really into like conspiracy theories. I like listening to them, but I've never heard of them. The Bohemian Grove. Yeah. yeah it's they, they, one guy got in there and he made video of it. Really? It was old school, like back in the 90s. Yeah. But they said it's the elite get together every year, all the elite men, special mm-hmm. invite codes, and they have, you know, women there. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, doubt it. Sacrifice, all kinds of crazy shit goes mm-hmm. on. And you, it's strictly just elite, like yeah. not no celebrities are mm-hmm. getting in. It's strictly uh, uh, skull and bone members, yeah. uh, people at the top like Bill Gates, yeah. those type of people. They they would go to this uh, yearly event, mm-hmm. and it'd be a big old owl made out of wood, carved out of wood, and mm-hmm. they would do a sacrifice. But I guess th- when the video was there, it was they were interpreting mm-hmm. what they would do back in the days. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't would be sacrificed by I'll send you some videos. Yeah, Bohemian yeah. Grove. I'll check it out. Yeah, but I know, um, at least in Chico, a lot of the professors were like top like lobbyists from Sacramento and stuff like that. I know there was a president like of the governor's, it's like a governor's club. He was there. He was one of my professors. He's the mm-hmm. one that would give me a lot of advice, like what route to take. Mm-hmm. So Bernie was down there and there was, I had another professor. He was like really good friends with Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, want to know? I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to go. I might have a test, bro. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, uh, now that you say that, like a lot of these top elites do live in these small towns, like, cause they're not paying a lot of taxes and stuff like that. They're just, they know there. the game. They know the game. That's right. And then there's us who want to be in the city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Want to be all crammed up. Yeah. But yeah, so that was my thing. Went to Chico. Party school. I was in a party school when I was there. Were you in a frat? I wasn't, thank God. Was frat or sorority? No, sorority's for girls. Sorority's for girls. Frat's for guys. It was actually... Did you get asked to be in one? Uh, I think so. Like When I was in my junior year. But you see, I was already a junior. I think if you're going to join a frat or a sorority... You got to do it in your freshman. Do your freshman year. Do the whole four years because you don't want to just go in halfway. Because to me, it was like get in, get out. That was my goal. Like, I'm here. I'm focused. Mm-hmm. I want to get my degree. Did you out. work when you were there? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't, but I saved up a lot of money. So then you were staying in the dorms? I was staying in an apartment. It was apartment. cheaper. Okay. Yeah, I was paying like for a room. There's three bedrooms. I think I was paying like $200. So you shared with other... Two other roommates. Or the roommates? Yeah. And did you get to pick them or did it just happen? We don't pick them. It's just if they're offering. If offering, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't bad because one of them was hardly there. I was hardly there because I was always at school. And then the other one was just working. So I was just like, okay. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. So it wasn't like you come home and just like... Bunch of girls laying on the couch. Nah, some of, some people were really strict. Though the girl, if you wanted to go to the, that kind of scene, then that's the frats. That's where you go. Oh. But even though, because it, it's but you guys wouldn't have anything on a Friday night. Hey, we're gonna barbecue, bet some girls if you guys want. It was just like no, because the one that was more for at least mine, the the one that was running the whole like apartment who was on the name, uh, he he was very strict. He's like, I don't want this and I don't want that. It was the owner of the complex. Yeah. Was it a younger kid or older guy? He was maybe he was at the time he was older than me. I think he was like twenty five, and I was only barely twenty. Yeah, he was very strict. He's like, nah, I don't want, I don't want parties here. How I many apartments want. did he own though? 
Oh, he wasn't the owner. It was oh, just, just the, the person guy. that wasn't like oh. his, the apartment was under his name. Yeah. So we were just part of the unit. Yeah. I was just very focused. I'm like, I want to get in and get out because I got homesick. I was like, I don't want to be here for long. Really? I was homesick. So I was like, it's not for everybody. If you want to go far, make sure you don't. You're the, not the type to get homesick because the first semester, I think it was kind of depressed. I was like, I miss home. I want to go home already. But people would tell me, like, don't give up. You, you got to gotta do things on your own now. Yeah. What did you have to do new compared to when you were living at home? Um, because I didn't have a car. No, not going to lie. Shopping, I had to carry my bike. I think biking. Maybe it's, maybe. You had to ride your bike with the groceries like that? Yeah, on, on my back. Maybe 10 miles go over hills. Holy shit. I was sweating. But, you know, it, learned, it taught me to appreciate, like, things like having a car and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Walking. I was mainly So you had to walking. walk 10 miles to the store? Sometimes miles. Sometimes, yeah. And if, if it was raining, I was with just a hoodie and let's go. Shit, seven lives around the corner for me. I still get my car and go. Yeah, and I'm like, let's go get some food. I'm like, I need to eat. And not only that, you learn to not waste. Because for me, I was like not cooking You're on a budget. Much. I was on a budget, not cooking too much, not wasting stuff. Um, learning new things out there, like how to make my own food. I mean, I already knew how what to cook. What was your favorite thing? What was, what was the go-to? To cook? Mm-hmm. Like, meaning something good? or Yeah, like if you're, you know, I'm eating. What are, I love spaghetti. SpaghettiOs? Yeah. No, just spaghetti. Oh, like so you would make some spaghetti. Make my own spaghetti. There yeah. you go. And out there, honestly, that's when I started learning, like, new habits, too. Like, I'm like, I want to be healthier and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that you're back, when you're in that situation, it's nerve-wracking, right? I want to yeah. come home, you know, but you're working towards some. Mm. Now that you're back now... Do you look at it back more and go, man, I wish I would have done more? Yeah. I think if I, <laughs> I, think, I, think <laughs> I would have had a car, I think I could have done more because mm-hmm. I could have gone to apply for a job and stuff like that out there. Or maybe go down to Sacramento and do some work out there. Because mm-hmm. that's where all the government offices were. So there was not, not much in Chico. But I'm like, if I had a car, I'd drive an hour down and see if I have any opportunities. They have family there. that live out in Sacramento. Yeah. And obviously the governor's office is there, so I'm like, maybe I look for a job out there. But I didn't have a car, so my what I can do was limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I appreciated it. It was a good experience, and not for everyone. You fucking did it though. Yeah, that shit's I did hard. It. God got it out of my way. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the frat thing wasn't my scene at the time. I was like, nah, I'm not the party person. Well, that's what I said earlier today. I said, is it worth it? You know that 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 piece of paper. I go, what do we get out of it? Yeah, and one thing that that I said was. Well, I didn't say I, I wanted us to get to this point where, yeah, that piece of paper, anybody could earn it. Anybody but, can. But what do you get out of it? Yeah. You get life experience. Right. You got life experience mm-hmm. out of that. I did. Learn. I learned new things. Learned to be I wish I would have done more when I was that age. Yeah. Because uh, somebody told me a long time ago, they said, do everything while you're young mm. because it gets harder as you get older, yeah. which is true. It's hard for me to get up to work. Yeah. I'm fucking, you know, 40. I've been, I've been running around my whole life, mm. and, and it is harder. You got to change your diet. You, you got to watch what you eat. You got to make sure you get to bed at a certain time, because yeah, the worst part for me is waking up in the morning. Yeah, it's the hardest thing. Like, what the fuck? Here yeah. we go again. And do it while you're young, where you're able to do it. Because mm. yeah, it gets harder as yeah. you get older. Yeah, out there, I really like did a lot of self discovery too, because I was in my zone. I'm like, okay, I love nature. I'm out here. I was like, what can I do? And I was learning new things from other people that like. Cause I was very unhealthy too when I went out there. I was like, I didn't know certain things like, oh, you shouldn't do that. 
So I'm like, you know what? I want to take care of myself now. I need to start eating better, start mentally being better too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, dude, just put take some time to yourself. Like go outside and go walk and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Breathe in some fresh air. What do you think the majority of those people that graduate from Chico, where do they go on to be? What's what's the main focus of that school? Politicians? Politicians, engineers, civil engineers, um, agriculture, because mm-hmm. it's a really like... Is it ag- expensive school? Okay, so this is the thing. There's people that... there's You have that student, student loans. Student loans. Honestly, mine are... I think I owe like 10K. Yeah. It's not a lot. I think I paid like a total of 25. Yeah. But it's how you manage your money. Because there's students that, there you have that typical student that wants to go out there, spend a lot of money. Get grants. Grants. Have the new books. I'm like, dude, you don't need Have them. the new scooters to drive yeah, around they campus. Want they want to live a full-on college experience. I'm like, dude, when you, you're finished, you're going to be in debt. And to me, I tell people, like, you really don't need to buy the fresh new book. You don't need to have the top things out there. Um, if you know how to manage your money, you'll get through it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't spend that much money mm-hmm. when I was out there, at least. I'm like, I didn't dorm. I didn't want to be in the dorm. I'm like, if I, I'd rather pay $200 to, for just a room. Yeah. That's cheap. Yeah. And there's people that were paying like almost a thousand for <sighs> rent and because the, they wanted to live in the dorm. Yeah, that's not local, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And you're paying, well, you can get loans for that. The government yeah, will, if you want to go to co- uh, college, the government will fucking yeah. give you whatever you want. Yeah. And then they're doing it and then, then they're asking for relief. Mm. And for uh, me, I did you ever get, hear about that? College no. loans being forgiven? Yeah, I've heard of that, but for me, I, I wasn't able to get financial aid and stuff like that. But I was able to save up, and I learned, like I said, it's, you learn how to budget. And you how didn't get manage. any financial aid? I didn't. Yeah. Oh, I think I did because I had a kid. Yeah, I didn't get anything. I got a little bit, but I also took loans out. Yeah, I had loans, but in terms of my own money, it learned, you learn how to budget. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, do I really need this, or do I would rather go spend it on this? I'm like, do I want new shoes, or am I going to go buy food? So I'm like, food first. Damn. I had yeah. this one guy. He he was a all-star athlete in high school. Yeah. Went to the same college as me, Kelsey Fullerton. And he was an all-star athlete. Mm. And they would he'd get money. They'd give him money and yeah. then I think he, I'm pretty sure he had to take loans cuz he would he would be always be out on the campus riding around. He had the, the latest electric scooter. Mm. And he was like just as popular as he was in high school. Yeah. At Kelsey Fullerton. I go, "Man, and I remember I saw him. He lived in the same neighborhood as me years later, right? Yeah. I'm working. You know, college is done. Done for him, obviously. Mm. And he's walking down the street. Like, what are you doing? You know, what mm. are you doing? And he's not speaking. He has a notepad and he writes. He goes, I'm giving up speaking for a year. Mm. And he would walk around the neighborhood or whatever. I don't think he was working. Yeah. And he wouldn't speak for a whole year. I don't know what type of journey he was on. Mm. But he wouldn't speak to anybody. He'd come yeah. up to you and just write down, like, good to see you, man. I'm not speaking for What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is people that I should have told him, I go, at least if you're going to do this, have your electric scooter. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Now, but there's people that do stuff like that. Because at least when I came back, I was like, oh, I'm going to stop buying a lot of things. Like, have you heard of the minimalist? I tried doing that. What's the minimalist? I think where you don't, you keep certain things. Like, do I really need, like, say, do I need five shirts or do I need two? <laughs> do, I need, do I really need 20 pants or do I just need five pairs of pants? Yeah. Uh, I, like I would agree. My some. lady, I have a whole closet full of shirts that yeah. I, I don't wear. My lady goes, you don't even wear these. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I go, but when do I go out? Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah. And, right. And so I have to, you know, like, yeah, I mm. should be the minimalist. I don't have three yeah. shirts. Yeah. They have a documentary on Netflix. Really? About that. Yeah. It's pretty good. The minimalist. Yeah. You should check it out. Let me write that down. 
I tried that, but I'm like, I know it's not going to hold up for me. Because I, I would like buying clothes, but I told myself, dude, stop buying clothes. What I, what I would do if I was going out, I would go and buy, you know, I already have shoes. I have a collection of, of shoes. Yeah. Jordans, mostly Jordans. And I would go out and I would buy a new outfit. So mm-hmm. whatever's in, yeah, you know, the, it's in the cut jeans, the paint on them. Yeah. I'll go try to f- find a pair of those. Yeah. Now, now I, I've gotten to the point where it's Levi's and a shirt. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's how I minimalist. Yeah, you're gonna be no hype beast. Nope. Were there any hype beasts up there? I, I haven't heard about. I haven't heard that term in a long time. Hype beast. Uh, what do you mean by that? Hype <laughs> beast. They got they they have like the expensive shoes. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, they're yeah, called yeah. hype beasts. Yeah, there's those out there. But at the over there you had more it was different. Chico was just you had the groups, you had like the TikTokers versus yeah. YouTubers. You had that kind of thing. How is that over there? Because back when I went to school there was no social media. I think there might have been MySpace. There wasn't TikTok, there was Instagram, there was Snapchat. Uh yeah, you had those clubs. But um everyone was just focused out there, I would say. Like people wanted to finish their degree, but it was mostly frats and sororities. And there was a lot of clubs. So, yeah, like the political club and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there were everyone was just kind of in their zone. Like, it was just based off whatever. Um, what was like the average rate. age out there, you think? I would say maybe 18 to 26. Yeah. Not, you wouldn't see a lot of old people just because it was a college town. Yeah. On here and there, you would see maybe one. Someone in their 40s? Yeah. Podcaster, no, I'm just <laughs> not my podcaster, but <laughs> just because it was a college town and people. No, I'm just talking. I was talking about yeah, my yeah, town. Yeah. <laughs> maybe here in Cal State Fullerton you'd see it, but maybe not so much in Chico State, just because it's a. College. It costs money too. Yeah, you, it's mostly parents driving out their kid out there to be out there. You think college is overpriced? Of course. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But you know, it's a system, and we pay into that. It's system. a system that's we're paying into, huh? Yeah. And it's the way they. It's a manipulated system, but. We're all part is of it. it. Yeah. Is it working? Is it not? Yeah. You know, people talk, come in my podcast, they're, they're conspiracy theorists or communists, not communists, mm. but capitalist. Yeah. Uh, it's just what you make out of it, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. If you're, if you, you just got to adapt to the system. Yeah. You're in. And either it's not, you either be part of the system or you learn how to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can just be, there's no way breaking out of the matrix. There isn't. Cause we're not in the elite, so what, what control do we have? Nothing. I've been watching. I've been binge, wa- binge watching, dude. I seriously been binge watching. That's all I've been yeah. doing is watching Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Because I got the HBO Max app because I wanted to watch the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I was younger when Mortal Kombat came out. I was in high school. I was probably like a sophomore. Yeah. I was like a sophomore, and yeah, I was a sophomore, and mm-hmm. my friends were juniors. No. Take that back. They were sophomores. I was juniors. And Mortal Kombat used to play the video game at 7-Eleven. And the movie came out, the original yeah. movie. And I remember my parents gave me the thumbs up to go watch this movie. It was a 12 o'clock show yeah. in the morning, mm-hmm. 12 a.m. And I remember we walked from my house to the Buena Park Mall. It's got to be a couple miles, three, yeah. four miles hike. And my friend lived halfway, so we'd stop halfway. But I remember being in that theater at, at, at 12 a.m. And the, the curtains raise up, the lights drop, and the, the emblem comes on. Mm. And I we all got up. We were cheering. I was, you know, I was young. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, I went and got the movie came out again. I want that same experience for my kids because I would have took them to the theater. Yeah. But everything's been closed because of COVID. So I rent. I got it. So I kept I kept the app. Yeah. And so now I've been uh, scrolling through HBO shows. Yeah. And one of them has been Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It's hard to watch because you got kids. Mm -hmm. They're always fucking or sucking and tits are always hanging <laughs> yeah. out. And like my kid always seems to come walk into the room. Yeah. When the tits are out. <laughs> Every time they're having sex, my lady seems to come in the room. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like I've been binge watching this and you guys come in at the wrong, the wrong time. time. Yeah. So I've been binge watching it. I'm on episode, no, season six now, episode okay. one. Yeah. And it's crazy, man. Yeah. The way they live, the mm. way those elite, the elite live. Yeah. And to think that that's what's happening today, mm. we all got to think about of, of history, right? Mm. Those people that were in charge back then are still in charge today. It's a bloodline. It is. Yeah. It comes down to a bloodline. And that's why they do the DNA test when mm. they do, oh, we're going to tell you where you come from. Mm. You think they're doing that for you? They're doing that for them. They're yeah. trying to find the God particle. Right. You know, they're trying to find the Adam and Eve DNA. Mm. And that's what they're that's what they're doing with those tests. Yeah. But I think it's called the yeah. RH, right? Yeah. Yeah. My mom's RH blood. She's RH blood. Yeah. I think that's the one that they're looking for. Right. R I didn't R know. I don't know what they were looking for. I just said yeah. the DNA, but RH is more yeah. detailed. Yeah, what is that? What's RH? I think it's just that one. Cause I, when I tell my mom, which, it will say it on the results. Yeah. It says RH negative. And I'm like, I'm like, what's cause I'm all positive and my sister is too, I think, but she's RH, RH negative. I'm like, aren't you like that blood? That's bad. That like no one can donate to you. She's like, yeah, I don't, I haven't looked into it. Really yeah. I think much. I'm Oh yeah. I haven't really looked into it, to it, but she's like, yeah, she's like, not, not, just not anyone can come and donate blood to me. Like my blood is rare. I think the like the elites are Rh negative too. I'm not sure because I always tell my mom like, "Oh, you're not from this planet because you're Rh negative." I know some people uh, like I think my dad used to get blood and they yeah. ask him for blood all the time because yeah. he had good blood. Mm. Yeah, same here. I I was getting letters in the mail like, "Can you come donate?" Because you have there I have the blood that they're looking for. Damn, yeah. I think it could go either way. Yeah. It's just blood, right? Well, I mean, some people run different, you yeah, know. Some people run on diesel. Blood. Some people run on leaded. Yeah. Uh, you got what? Ninety-one octane. Mm. You know, I'm speaking in car terms. Because they check your blood. Like, is are you healthy or are you not? And then for me, they're always like, I'm always getting those letters. Like, oh, can we come donate? Because there's times where I would get letters from the schools, like, can we borrow you? We we just want to use your blood to test this and that. And I've gone because I, I remember my my aunt. They were like. My aunt and my cousin, they were doing something, and then they would look at my veins. They're like, oh, you have really good veins. Can we use your veins? And they're like, yeah, go for it. P pick a vein. And I would tell them that. Yeah, one time I, I, I got really drunk. Yeah. Uh, we went to have sushi, me and my lady. It was during peak season. It was a celebration of something. We had sushi. Yeah. I, got, I got blasted. I had to go to work the next day, mm -hmm. but I knew that there's no way I'm going to work if I'm drinking like this. Yeah. So I actually went and got the IV, yeah. the hydration pack. Mm -hmm. At this one place Got there at like 7 I was dying dude yeah. I was like I gotta go to work In 2 hours And they Put the, Oops shit They put the pack They put the packs on Yeah And They put the packs on you And then you end up Getting sober mm. Like you just You just If you start peeing a lot But you just You you, you sober up It's crazy Yeah I've Never heard of that Yeah hydration Yeah Uh, IV Liquid IV Liquid IV? Oh, okay. Yeah, they have ones that are like booster uh, yeah. booster cell, uh, mm. 
what is it? Immune boosters. Okay. It's got a lot of vitamin C yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, a lot of cancer patients to go that are getting uh, chemo. Mm. They'll go to these spots and they'll get, you know, what yeah. all the vitamins they need. Mm. Okay. Yeah, IVs. Check it out. They have them in Vegas too. You ever really? been to Vegas? Yeah, I've been to Vegas. Yeah, they have IV there. stations now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I knew a, my neighbor used to work at UCI. Mm. They call him the gatekeeper. Yeah. So when people would come in, big accidents, uh, like life threatening, mm. he would. He's the gate. He's the one that has a key and he opens it up. You go to a special room. Yeah. You're your special patient. You're, yeah. you're literally gonna die. One of the there was a guy recently, not recently, years ago. He was in Huntington Beach. He was a rock star, mm. some type of uh, singer or guitarist and singer. And he had a Harley, and he crashed into one of the poles. Oh, wow. They said they literally had to peel him off, Ooh. like it was like one of those garbage pail stickers. Yeah, he was peeling off. They took him in. He was still alive. They said. He said. Crazy. He goes. I was like, I had to open the door, let him in, because uh, he, you know, came helicopter. Mm. And he said he he goes he looks like the guy that came crashed into the pole. Yeah, like everything was he Flat. goes it was he was still alive. Yeah. He was still moaning. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with this story. Where was I going to this one? They were talking about vitamins. Oh yeah, so he had two nurses that worked yeah. with him, or not two, but he knew coworkers, right? Yeah. They would go to Vegas. They would get fucking hammered, literally mm. blacked out, just boom, 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 boom. Barely make it to the room, and mm-hmm. they were able to give them the, their IV. cells IVs. Yeah. And they would fucking just, just in time, and knock out. And then they would wake up, you know. And they were good. And they're fucking good to go, <laughs> dude. That's crazy. Talk about uh, breaking the matrix, huh? huh exactly. So, look it, man. I'm, I'm happy you've been on the show, man. We're, we're at our time. Yeah. I mean, we could definitely talk all day. You seem like, a, like we could talk all day for yeah. sure, man. I'm honored to have you on the show. Thank you. Uh, what's next for you, man? What, what do you plan on doing, man? Um, next is I want to pick up a hobby for sure. My friends keep telling me like, Hey, boxing, boxing. A lot of people have mentioned boxing to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe it's the reason why it keeps coming up. So maybe try that. And obviously I'm looking to start a business. So hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you'll get there, man. I could tell yeah. you, you're able, you came on the show. I just met you. Yeah. You know, we've been talking a little bit on, on, uh, Instagram, uh, you've been referred to me from past guests, so I'm honored to have you on the show. Once again, uh, thank you to all my listeners around the world that tune into my podcast. I love you guys. I am here. I am doing the thing. I am trying my best uh, to give you the best content. And, hey, man, this guy's a solid dude. I just met him. Uh, once again, thank you, Tony, for coming on the podcast. I love you guys. Stay true. I'll see you next week. I got another new guest coming in. It's going to be a surprise. I love you guys. I'll see you. All right. Peace.